0: You're listening to Red Nation online.
1: Yeah, the three home games we've had have been fantastic. Uh, Great atmosphere, great weather, uh, great entertainment, excitement for the fans, and uh, I think everyone has gone away thinking that Major League Soccer is actually quite special and it's great to have it here. Welcome to Inside the MLS. News and interviews. From and about key figures and happiness in a major league side.
0: Earlier this week, Red Nation Online had the opportunity to speak with Whitecap CEO Paul Barber. In the interview, Paul discusses the state of the expansion franchise in the early stages of its inaugural MLS season. First thing we ask Paul is simply how the first month
1: of the season has gone so far. We're pleased with our performance on the pitch so far. Um, you know, the three home games we've had have been fantastic. Uh, great atmosphere, great weather, uh, great entertainment, excitement for the fans, and uh, I think everyone has gone away thinking that Major League Soccer is actually quite special, and it's great to have it here. Um, Off the pitch, commercially, we're in a good place. We've sold a lot of season tickets. We're around 15,000 now already. Um, Great sponsorship deals in place. Bell Canada is our jersey sponsor and BMO and Budweiser and EA Sports and Kia who've come on board as well as 30 other partners that we've got. Um, And I think the brand now is well established back in the Vancouver market and across BC as a whole. You know, People know our shirts. They're wearing our shirts. Jersey sales have been fantastic. People carry the scarves to every game. And I think overall, you know, our launch period has gone as well as we could have hoped for. And we're delighted. I mean, as always, you can always improve on things. And there are things that we feel that we could have done better and we'll keep improving. Um, But so far, so good.
0: People don't know a lot about the MLS brand. I don't know if people watched MLS, maybe some some diehard soccer fans. But it seems like compared to the USL, it's been night and day as far as media coverage and just people knowing about the team. How how big has that impact been as far as the jump?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been here 12 months now. One of the first things I said was that, you know, Major League Soccer was a big step up. It was a big step up off the pitch commercially, but it was also going to be a big step up on the pitch and in terms of the stadium atmosphere and the profile of the club. Um, and, you know, that's been the case. You know, we're getting a huge amount of coverage in, in the newspapers here, massive TV coverage. All of our games are broadcast live on either TSN or Rogers, broadcast live on Team Radio, broadcast live on Bell Mobile. We're the only club in Major League Soccer to have all its games broadcast live over those three different uh, media forms. And the support we've had from the the, the newspapers and the uh, the internet providers here has been incredible. And all of that has has helped with our profile with the public in Vancouver and across BC as a whole. That's translated into better ticket sales and better sponsorship deals because companies know that we're reaching a very large number of people. And the TV audiences for our games, despite the fact the stadiums have been full, have also been growing match by match by match. So, you know, we've got something very special here and we need to keep nurturing it and keep developing it, not become complacent in any way. And uh, over the course of the season, I think the numbers that we're seeing already, already good, will grow.
0: What, what have been the uh, TV ratings? Have been
1: well, um, we're, we're getting well, well, well into six figures for every game. Um, and this isn't just people in Vancouver. This is people across BC, across Western Canada. And even as recently as Wednesday's game, people right the way across the whole of Canada uh, watching the game against New England, and uh, you know those numbers are not official yet, but I can tell you they are very, very high. So, from from that point of view, it's been a it's been a phenomenal uh, journey for us, and and to be honest, it's only just begun.
0: How have the uh, the ticket sales been since the? Uh the home, especially the two first home games? Have you, have you seen a big jump after that kind of entertainment? Well,
1: I think if, if someone had, had sort of uh, allowed me to script the first three games at home, um, then I probably couldn't have done a better job than uh, than the people that's written the scripts for us. Because, uh, you know, to have, you know, 14 goals, uh, three red cards, a win against Toronto, dramatic comeback from 3-0 down playing against New England with nine men for a third of the game and almost holding on to win it and then conceding a goal in in, in injury time in that game. Um, It's been an incredible experience so far. And I think perhaps what's been most uh, significant for us has just been the support we've had from the fans. I mean, they've turned out average of over 20,000 a game uh, the noise levels have been great mixture of young and old male and female um, so many people just turning out and enjoying the experience and there's a lot of die-hard soccer fans there but there's also people experiencing soccer for the first time and I love the fact that we're able to put that combination together uh, and people are just going home with a smile on their faces because at the end of the day you know the highest levels of sport are really part of the entertainment industry and if people come and feel they've been entertained then I think they'll go home happy and they'll come back
0: is that, sort of, obviously that's the plan to entertain, but a lot of Canadians uh, that aren't maybe involved in the game think of soccer as maybe a boring game <laughs> that, that don't know a lot. Is that sort of, was that the plan? I know, I know oh, that's on the yeah. soccer side. But we, we, you know, we have a white footballing
1: white philosophy here where we, we want to play the game in the right way and entertain people. And you know, there are many, many different ways to play soccer. And if people haven't experienced it, then you know, I'd encourage them to, because uh, you know, whilst we can't guarantee six goals in every game <laughs> that we play, um, you know, the game is, is very technical. It's very athletic. It's, it's very, very tactical at times. And, uh, you know, it's the, world big, it's the world's biggest sport, f- not by accident. You know, and, and uh, as much as I love hockey, and I know hockey is very popular here, um, you know, soccer is is bigger. And, you know, the fact that people here now have engaged our game in the way that they have, that the game is growing so fast, um, is fantastic. Plenty of room for hockey, plenty of room for soccer, plenty of room for the Lions. You know, it's great to have a city that's so into its sport, So into its live sport. And I think, you know, as the Olympics showed last year, so into its top level live sport. And, uh, you know, to bring all of those together for the Whitecaps playing at the highest level of soccer in North America, people are appreciating it and they're turning out in larger numbers to watch it. Yeah, And it's
0: obviously only the beginning stages, but there's already been talk that you guys are growing so, so fast and so big that you're maybe soon going to take over. Um, the Lions as the <laughs> second uh, second best team or most supported team in the the city. How, how does that make you? Know you know what? Feel? I,
1: well, I, you know, I think the Lions and and the guys Dennis Skolsky and his team do a great job. As, as indeed do the the guys over at the Canucks with Mike and and uh, all of the guys over there. You know. We feel there's plenty of room for all of us in this city, and it's nice to nice to do well, and it's nice to have some success. But actually, we're about competing with other teams in Major League Soccer. You know, we want to be the best we can be in our sport, um, and that means you know developing our own young players. It means getting ourselves right, you know, for Major League Soccer games, winning getting ourselves into the highest level of the game, the CONCACAF Champions League. It also means doing well in our women's uh, professional programme. It also means doing well in our residency and and kids' areas because we need to develop young players for the future. So there are many, many different measures against which we judge ourselves. Um, And, you know, the Lions and the Canucks are kind of, important, but they're not our competition. Our competition are the teams we play against. And uh, certainly in this marketplace, we want to get as many fans as we possibly can, but we don't mind if they support the Canucks and the Lions as well. It's great. And if, if people in the city support all three professional sports teams, um, you know, that that's good news. You've
0: said you've already obviously only been here for a year. Have you taken any cues from um, from like Francesco Aquilini or Dennis Skalski as far as Getting a sense of the Vancouver sports market.
1: Oh, I've, I've certainly spent some time with the Canucks organization and with the Lions, and we, you know, we talk about things, and sometimes we can share and help each other with, with certain things. But you know, each of us has got a business to run, a team to prepare, and, and leagues to win and, and to compete in. So, from that point of view, you know, everyone gets on with their their day to day roles. But you know, as I say, it's nice in a sporting environment to be in a city that appreciates sport. You know, it, it's tough, I think, in some markets where The sports teams are not as appreciated as they are are here in Vancouver we're lucky we've got a great great public behind us we've got great media behind us we've got good owners for this this soccer club that that are prepared to invest in it Um, and as a consequence all those things coming together gives us the best possible chance of success and you know the team so far are living up to that that support and that confidence um and you know as i've said from the start you know we we may not be the best team in the league this year we may not win things this year but we will go out to compete in every game and you know that i think already people are seeing even down to nine men you know we're prepared to go out there and compete yeah. and uh, we won't give up
0: yeah uh, now talk about that uh, the atmosphere well, I've, i haven't had the privilege of going to a game so far but against toronto and especially supporting kc just Talk about uh, what the fans have brought to the table. Well,
1: we, we took a view that um, we weren't going to sort of manufacture the atmosphere. We weren't going to script it. We weren't going to rehearse it. It was going to happen organically if it was going to happen at all. Um, and so far, that's been exactly the way uh, it has turned out. You know, in, in Europe, we, we don't manufacture noise. We don't uh, create an atmosphere through uh, video boards or, or, or signs. You know, it, it becomes part and parcel of people's match day routine to sing to chant to clap their hands to you know to boo the opposition at times you know all those things go to creating an amazing atmosphere. And we've added little bits. You know, We've got our own signature drum cafe band that that, that, that drum us into games. Um, but beyond that, we don't do anything. The crowd do it themselves. And the flags, the banners, the noise, the, the chanting, the stamping of the feet at Empire onto the, the temporary stands has all been organic. And we've loved it. You know, Every single thing that's happened so far has been phenomenal. And, of course, the way the games have turned out have helped because they've given that sense of drama. And, and entertainment, perhaps over and above anything we could have expected. Um, but the fans have made it, you know, what it is. And, you know, we say a lot in soccer that the, the fans, the crowd can be the 12th man. You know, there's 11 guys on the pitch, or hopefully there's 11 guys on the pitch. There was nine last week, but, um, but the crowd can be the 12th man. And, you know, that can be the difference between getting a point out of a game when you're 3-0 down and, and fighting back or holding on to three points, you know, against New England um, or just holding on to that one point against New England when, when you're two men down for, yes. for, for, for such a long period. The crowd can make a difference. It can lift the players. It can re-energise them. It can just give them that extra incentive to to, to go the extra mile. Um, and from that point of view, so far, the Vancouver crowd has been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Specifically, maybe talk about the uh, what the Southsiders uh, fan club has, has meant to the atmosphere. Well, the Southsiders have been fantastically loyal fans for such a long time now. You know, they they made noise you know, before noise was fashionable to make, you know, and and they did that at Swangard and and they've maintained that tradition uh, at Empire, which is brilliant and I've got no doubt into BC Place as well. Other fan groups are emerging, which is great because it means the South Southlanders have an incentive to grow and be noisier, um, and I like that. Um, they support the club, they're loyal to the club. You know, they they challenge the club from time to time, which supporter groups do. Um, but you know, their contribution to, to the club has has been was, has been great, and you know, it's great also that they're inspiring other supporters' clubs to spring up. You know, they're not being protective about their position. Yeah. You know, they're actually helping and inspiring others. And if we can have different groups of supporters uh, along. The, lo- the, the, the lines and the noise of the south side is on all four sides of the stadium. We've got a phenomenal fortress, as we call it, at empire, uh, which means that visiting teams won't want to come here. And you know, as I've said in many in- media interviews over the last few months, you know, we want teams to come to Vancouver and enjoy the city but hate Empire and really have a terrible journey home having had a bad experience at Empire and you know, from that point of view you know, that's, that's what we need to do, we need to make Empire a fortress, we need to make it a place where teams fear to come and a place where we can secure as many points as possible because the, the road trips in North American sport are brutal You know, we're going to be traveling 40,000, 50,000 miles on the road this year uh, and we're expected to sort of play high level professional sport in amongst those those miles. So it's tough. And therefore, the home field is a very, very important place to, 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 to take points.
0: How uh, how much does uh, the fact that you're at Empire Field play into the atmosphere? It's such a, a smaller stadium, and you're right in on the action.
1: Well, you know what? You know, getting back to downtown and BC Place is is going to be phenomenal. You know, we're going to be moving to one of the most iconic stadiums in the world, um, not just in North America, but for a temporary facility built in a hundred days from recycled uh, Olympic materials. Yeah. Effectively, um, I'm absolutely staggered by the the job that the guys have done at Empire and it is a very, very nice stadium. There are many clubs in Europe, certainly in England, who would love to have a facility of that quality, period, yeah. let alone on a temporary basis. Yeah. Um, and so from that point of view, I've got nothing but praise for the work that Pavco and p have done. You know, it's not perfect. There are parts of it that, you know, if you were designing a stadium, you, you wouldn't do the way they've been done. But this is a temporary facility. Uh, it's got great sight lines, great viewing positions, uh, great atmosphere, Close proximity to the pitch, Um, and it really is for a temporary stadium, you know, one of the best things I've ever seen. Do you think, uh, do
0: you expect the atmosphere to change at all? BC Place, obviously, you're further away from the action.
1: Yeah. Um, We're, We're making some adjustments at BC Place to make sure that the fans are as close to the pitch there as they are um at empire yeah. so for example the end zones uh will have seating all the way down to the pitch okay um and therefore we'll make it as close and as tight as we possibly can so we keep that atmosphere in we ensure that people have even better sight lines because there's no pillars as you know, at. at uh, at BC Place, it's downtown, so people have got the opportunity to eat out, drink first, shop first, shop afterwards, eat afterwards, there's a multitude of options for people downtown that, that you know don't exist in the same way at Empire, and of course transit will mean people can get to the game and get away from the game that much easier, and I think we'll see the existing crowd transferred very comfortably, and I think new people inspired by the fact that they've got Major League Soccer right on their doorstep particularly midweek when they're in their offices, particularly weekends when they're out shopping or, you know, with family, having meals or, or just hanging out downtown. I think to have a facility in, in downtown is, is unbelievable. Very, very few clubs in the world lucky enough to to have that uh, experience
0: yeah it's going to be a, somewhat of an open-air stadium but uh not many soccer stadiums are quote-unquote indoors sort of no don't. we've got the benefit of both yeah. worlds
1: you know we play in the summer league which is an advantage but yeah. we know here in vancouver in those early months of the spring summer yeah. it, it can be a bit changeable so to have a retractable roof is is a, is a real bonus Um, But I think most importantly, you know, people here a bit like, you know, where I come from in in the UK, you know, the weather doesn't stop us going about our lives, you know, it is what it is. If it rains, it rains. Um, We maybe get a little bit wet, but we enjoy our sport. We enjoy being outdoors. Uh, and I think that in BC Place, people have the best of both worlds because you know when the weather is pretty bad, we can just flick a switch and that roof will close, and, and we've got ourselves a very different environment. So I think the experience at BC Place will be different, but hopefully no, no, nonetheless intense. Um, I think it's going to be noisy. I think it's going to be great fun. And now lastly,
0: Paul, um, you obviously come from, from England and you work with uh, Tottenham. Uh, what have you brought to the table here uh, in the last year to sort of help this this out.
1: Well, you know what? I think most of the uh, expertise and, and, and knowledge was already here. I mean, there's a great team of people here. They know this market very well. They've been many of them have been working in this soccer club for a long time. Um, and I think that you know my my uh, addition really was was about just trying to raise a standard across the areas, based on experience from from Tottenham and also from from the England national team, just to try and make us even better in some of the crucial areas and and to add that little bit more experience, I guess. But you know what? The the team here have done a phenomenal job. The ownership had great vision. They put money behind it. They had real commitment to the club and still indeed have that commitment. Um, The executive staff have have led it very well. Bobby Lenarduce is a legend, as you know, in the city and and in the soccer community. So to have him around has has been inspirational. Uh, Rachel Lewis, as chief operating officer, has been here for seven years. She knows every part of the club inside and out. And we've got a young, enthusiastic and energetic staff and football clubs all over the world need that kind of blend of experience, yeah. knowledge and energy. Because this is a seven day a week business, it's, yeah. not a, it's not a five day, it's not nine to five, we work odd hours, matches come and, uh, thick and fast throughout yeah. the season. So, you know, the club needs to be hugely unified at all times. And, you know, my main job really is to to maintain that unification, to connect the the soccer and athletic side of the business with the commercial side and and try and draw it together so that everything we do in the front office is designed to give the guys on the pitch or the girls on the pitch, whichever it is, the best possible chance of success. Uh, And that's really what my job is all about.
0: Nice. Sorry, uh, lastly, uh, any hope? Uh, of getting that uh, waterfront stadium uh, right <laughs> well, on your
1: that I always say that you know when I was at Tottenham, we, we didn't move stadiums once in 100 years. And, and here at the Whitecaps, we're going to be moving stadiums twice in a year. So to even think about a third stadium <laughs> move is is uh, too much for my small brain to yeah. cope with. So uh, for it's the good. time being, Empire's great. BC Place, I think, is going to be phenomenal. Waterfront Stadium is, is there and, and uh, has been talked about many, many, many times. But I can't really say anything more... Uh, to update you on that at the moment.